Open up your Bibles. That's better. <laughs> Psalm 23. Psalm 23. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We've been praying every day. We're praying for those that are suffering from this disease. We're praying for those that are recovering from this disease. And we're praying for those who have passed on from this world into the other one. We're praying for their families. We're praying for the community. We're praying for the peace of God and for God's mercy upon the land. Last week I called the church into a time of prayer, fasting, and repentance. The word of God says that, that his people who are called by his name will humble themselves, seek, their, seek his face, and, and repent of their, their wicked ways that God will he hear from heaven and he will heal our land. And this was the answer to plagues, is when the people of God pray, fast, humble themselves, and, and ask God for mercy upon the land. And so we've been doing that. We've been praying, fasting every day. I've been fasting. I've been encouraging the church to fast, to pray, to seek God. And I believe that God is going to answer our prayers. There's, everyone is praying. I, I really believe that the church has been pressing in more than ever. People have been getting saved, greatly saved. Amen. And I want you to understand the time and the season, and I want to give you some words of comfort before we get into the, the main message, because um, God is so good. He will always tell you what's going to happen before it happens. This is not a surprise. I spoke to the church last year, I believe it was in the month of October, when I went to Mexico, actually it was September, I was in Mexico and the Lord began to speak to me about 2020 and he gave us a word. What was the word that the Lord gave us? That 2020 is going to be a year of celebration and rest. Celebration and rest. Let me ask you a question. Have you rested enough yet? Everybody's been at home. They've been resting with Cheetos, they've been resting with Oreos, they've been resting with their families, they've been resting. I mean, you have been resting and resting and resting. I haven't rested yet, but you guys have been resting and resting and resting. <laughs> and it's good. It's good. Thank God that his word is, is, is sure. Amen. This is a time of rest. Amen. But it's also a time of celebration. As we've been ministering the gospel, we have seen so many people crying out to Jesus so many people giving their life to the Lord. The Bible talks about that there is a great celebration when one person turns back to the Lord. And so, so many people have been giving their life to Jesus. And so the harvest is plentiful. We have been winning souls after souls. The kingdom of heaven is expanding. People who are on their way to hell are now on their way to heaven. Lives are being restored. The Holy Spirit has come on to come on in, in, uh, to live on the inside of them, and now their lives are being changed. I get messages. I had one brother messaging me this week. He says, "Ever since I've been watching and listening the, to the messages this past week, I felt so close to God. I've given my life to the Lord, and I find myself crying day after day of how thankful I am for what God has done in my life." This is what the Lord does. You're, you've come home, brother. You've come home, sister. And just like someone who is lost that finally finds their way back home, the family receives you in great celebration. The father wraps his arms around you, and he begins to restore you. He begins to, 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 to heal you, and, and he's going to empower you to have a victorious life. Amen? 
And that's what we're at right now. We're seeing a lot of souls won for the kingdom of God. Many of you that are watching right now, you have given your life to the Lord just recently. And we welcome you to the family of God. It's exciting to know that the kingdom of God has expanded because we're doing the work of the Lord. Preaching the gospel so that no man has to go to hell, but everyone can come to heaven through Jesus Christ. Amen. And I give God praise for that. But the rest part, the rest part. This rest is a, is a rest that's, that's in, that, that literally God has given to us as a gift. Have a lot of people that have uh, suffered in their homes because their family is out of order. But we also have a lot of people that are able to grow stronger in their family because the things that they've neglected, they've been forced to celebrate. They used to just work and, and, and leave the home and and you know, come back in the evening and have no relationship with their, their children or their, their wife or their husband. But now it's all about relationship. And so I thank God for this opportunity for everyone to heal their relationships and reinvest back into their family and really just count your blessings. Because anybody that says, you know, these kids are so terrible. No, these are our blessings from the Lord. You've been looking at them the wrong way. They are a blessing of the Lord. And God is giving you the power not only to bring the children into this world, but to also receive the gift that comes from God. Amen. Your children are an incredible blessing. But pastor, they're so loud. <laughs> it's okay. They're going to grow up. Amen. And when they grow up, you're going to miss this time of being with them. And so mothers are being able to reconnect with their children. Fathers are, are being able to reconnect with their children. Husbands and wives are being able to reconnect with one another. And so this is a gift from the Lord, amen. So you should thank God for the time that you have and thank God for this moment just to quiet down and slow down and be able to, to enjoy your family, amen, in the, free, in, the, in the peace of your home, amen. And so the word of the Lord stands forever. His word, of, his word in the scripture, but also his prophetic word over our life. This has literally, literally been, been a year of celebration and rest, amen? And so we give God praise and we give God glory for allowing us to know his word and to also receive his word, amen? But in Psalm 23, I wanna to read to you about the shepherd. We have a shepherd named Jesus that wants to take care of you, amen? So Psalm 23, verse one, it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I will fear no virus. I will fear no sickness. I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I have a question for you. Is today a day of your life? All he has for you is goodness and mercy. Wherever you go, in your home, goodness and mercy has shown up. Wherever you're at, there's goodness and mercy that will follow you all the days of your life. Amen. The Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. You have to remind yourself that the Lord is your shepherd. Understand this, that the shepherd takes care of his sheep. He leads, he guides, he protects, he heals, he restores their strength. Amen. 
And the word of God says that the Lord is our shepherd and you shall not want. And many people are, are either trying to figure out how are we going to take care of our bills? How are we going to pay our rent? How are we going to provide for food for our house? But I want to encourage you to trust the Lord. Trust your good shepherd. Go before your father and pray to heaven and ask him for the things that you need. And watch how the Lord will not only take care of you, but he will provide for you more than you can even ask or imagine. I was so blessed to hear uh, the testimony of Pastor Cecilia and Pastor Will, how, you know, they had uh, wanted uh, some certain foods that they weren't able to find in the stores because a lot of those foods were already sold out. But someone came to their house and blessed them with so much of the food that they wanted that they just had to give God the glory. They, 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 they had more than enough, amen. And I, I saw the food, I almost, I almost wanted to lick the picture off my phone. I mean, it looked so good, amen. But the Lord blessed them, amen. The Lord will take care of you, amen. God will make a way, he will provide for you if you trust in him. As a good, as, as, as him being a good shepherd, we have to have faith that we could trust in him. He is faithful to take care of you. He never changes his identity. He establishes who he is and how you could trust him. And everyone that trusts him are able to receive from him. Those that don't trust him, they, they walk in fear. They walk in stress and anxiety. Instead of allowing God to give them the day that, that, that they recognize that goodness and mercy follows them wherever they go, that God is going to take care of them, that God is going to protect them, that, that, that the shepherd is with them, that even if they're in the valley of the shadow of death, they should not fear. People who take on the, 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 the faith that it takes to follow the shepherd will have all the benefits of the shepherd. But if you're walking in fear and you're thinking, whoa, I might get sick. Whoa, I'm not going to have money to pay my bills. Oh, I'm not going to. Are you your shepherd or is Jesus your shepherd? And this is, where it, this is where you have to make a decision. Because a lot of people, you know, live in their normal life. They'll say, oh, well, I need something. I'll just go borrow something. I'll just go take something. I'll just go do something. And, and, and you live your life like that, but when you're stuck in the house and you're no longer allowed to go work to provide for yourself, you need the shepherd to take care of you. You need to, to let him make you lay down beside the still waters. Allow him to restore your soul, amen? Allow him to lead you to green pastures. Let him take care of you. He's a good God and he'll take care of you, amen? I heard a story that I've shared many times because it's, it's so good. Because the enemy will come with fear. The enemy will come with worry and stress. And still believing God for his goodness and mercy all the days of your life, people will, will let go of the goodness and mercy that God promises. And they will start, hold, they'll start taking up fear and anxiety and stress and, and worry. But over and over the word of God says, do not worry, do not worry, do not worry. All Jesus promised that seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to your life. What you're going to wear, eat, how you're going to provide, how your family is going to be provided for. Amen. And so this one woman who did not have much but she loved God and the Lord took care of her every day. And she would worship God all the time. She would sing songs when she would go to church. She'd be walking out of her house just singing, worshiping God. She, was, she would sit in the front porch singing and worshiping God, thanking God that the Lord is good and he's faithful. And her neighbor didn't believe in God. Her neighbor was an atheist. 
And so one day, this woman, who didn't have much, but she had faith, she, sat, she stood in the, in the front of her, her yard and began to cry out to God. She said, Father, we, I don't have any food for tomorrow, but Lord, I know that you are a good shepherd, that you'll take care of my needs. And so, Father, I ask you right now to provide for me the food that I need for tomorrow. In Jesus' name, amen. She went back in the house, went to bed. Her neighbor heard that prayer, and this neighbor, who was an atheist, he went off to the store, and he began to think, I'm going to teach that woman a lesson, that there's no God. So he went and bought a bunch of groceries, and he put it at the front door of her house, and he waited. In the morning time, the woman came out, she saw the groceries and began to give God praise. Thank you, Jesus. You've taken care of my needs. Thank you, Jesus. You are faithful. You supply all my needs. And the neighbor came out and he began to laugh. He said, you think Jesus brought you those groceries? I brought you those groceries. Jesus didn't give you those groceries. The woman looked at the man and she began to shout, thank you, Jesus, for providing me the groceries and making the devil pay for it. Amen. You have to understand, God is getting ready to bless you one way or another. He will move heaven and earth just to make sure he takes care of you. Your name, his name is written on your life. You are his child and he is faithful to take care of you. But you have to trust in the Lord. That is your part, is holding on to your faith, believing God. Someone says, well, pastor, my needs are great. Let your faith be greater. Let your faith be greater. Gather the, your family around the table. Begin to hold hands and ask God for what you need. Someone says, well, pastor, you know, I don't want to tell them what, what I need. Understand your kids know if your house needs food. Amen. Your family might be suffering. It's not about hiding the needs from your family. It's about showing them how to receive from God so that when they grow old and they grow up, they will have the same faith or greater faith than what you have today. And so trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Just, just trust him. Follow him. He's faithful to provide for you. Amen. And after you prayed and given everything to God, then go begin to knock on doors and trust that the doors shall be open for you. Amen. There are a lot of opportunities that God will open up for your life. But don't, don't be in fear and don't worry and don't be in stress. God will take care of you. Amen. Some of you think, well, pastor, I haven't been able to, to work. I don't know how am I, I'm going to recover. Not only are you are going to recover, but you're going to excel in Jesus' name. God's going to take you to a more than abundant place. He, he's going to take you to a place where before where you were at, before all this, God's going to supersede it in the name of Jesus. I see favor and blessing following you. I see the glory of God going before you. I see the wisdom of the Holy Spirit leading and directing your steps. I see mighty doors open, mighty doors of opportunities open, amen, and I see that wherever you go, blessing upon blessing upon blessing. Why? Because if God is with you, who can be against you, amen? God is for you. He will lift you up. He will take care of you. He will supernaturally feed you if he needs to do that. Whatever he needs do, to do to take care of you, he will do it. He is faithful, amen, but you have to put your trust in the Lord, amen. Hold up the shield of faith, and Every attack, maybe you're facing an attack of want and need. Maybe the creditors have been calling and people have been demanding payment for this or that. Hold up the shield of faith and watch how God will protect you. He will take care of you. He's a good God. Amen. And so as we honor God with our tithes and offerings, as we begin to bless the Lord and, and worship him and thank him with our giving, I want to pray for those that might be in lack right now. 
I want to declare that you might be suffering today, but God is going to take you out of that place of need and put you in a blessed place. Trust the Lord. Follow his ways. Honor God. And watch how God will always make sure that your house has more than enough. Amen. Let's go and pray. Father, I pray for the people, Father God. Father, we honor you right now with our tithes and offerings. And we thank you, Lord, that you have, got, have given us the power to prosper in all seasons, Father. That we're not living our life based on the economy of this earth, but we're living our life based on the economy of heaven. And so, Father, I pray right now for those that might be in need. Lord, send the ravens to take care of them. Father, send people and ministers and, and people of the gospel to bless them, Father God. Open up doors of opportunity, Father God. Lord, let this week not be a week of lack, but Lord, let this week be a week of abundance. I declare that this is a week of overflow for your people, Father God. And we give you all the praise and we thank you, Father God. We pray over today's tithes and offerings. Bless your people, Father God. Let all the benefits of the giver be upon them. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen.